Welcome to Movie Boners. Mm. <laughs> well, let's eat. <laughs> had a little bit of a mouthful there. I did have a mouthful there. Or as they say in the other parts of the world, with a Z. Ooh. You know how those weirdos pronounce Z. Oh, no offense to the weirdos out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in America, we speak English proper. Oh, man, don't even go there. <laughs> let's face it, we definitely don't no. speak it properly. <laughs> no, I don't even speak... Uh, American English proper. I don't know what. Which is almost the proper way to speak American English. <laughs> yeah, that's my excuse. Uh, mm. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our show about movies. Uh, Ooh, this one's tasty. Yeah, this is an interesting one. So we're drinking the uh, 2020 Upslope Brewing Company's Experimental India Pale Ale. It's an ale brewed with orange blossom honey. Yeah, it's interesting. It is kind of different. Which is a great segue and connection to today's episode. Yeah, I thought being experimental, it's the best I could come up with. And interesting and different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it works. Sometimes for the good, sometimes for not so good. <laughs> but you got to try new things to figure out what works. That's true. That's and to true. build up experience and all that stuff. And, and good on Upslope for... Doing their own thing and trying some stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I guess we should say what we're like poorly <laughs> yeah. hinting at. If we're at. trying to segue, we should move on. <laughs> so we're doing an episode on the Wandering Lion Studios Film mm-hmm. Fest, online yeah. film fest. Friends of the show, sponsors of our beer segment. That's right. But we, they were like, hey, you should do like a miniature segment where you talk about some short films, kind of like we did for Wonder Woman. And we were like, no, let's do a whole episode about it. Because they have, so I'm sure you've heard, they have a film festival going on. And by the time you're hearing this, it's going to be too late for you to enter your film. But But you can still vote for um, the People's Choice winner. So whatever your favorite short film in the festival is, you can go to their wanderinglionstudios.biz and watch them, which we did. Yep, all 35. Have you cast a vote yet? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, I haven't. I didn't. Oh, yes! (laughs) I didn't think about it till just now. (laughs) Yes, I did. I casted my vote last night. Nice. I don't know if I should say it yet or until maybe after... Yeah, we'll do a, we're going to do another mini episode after the awards. Um, we could talk about maybe which ones we will hope win. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the, which ones we would nominate for different categories. Right. Um, so, yeah. Go to wanderinglionstudios.biz and vote. I will do that also. Yeah, you will. Um, you have until February 6th, so one week from when this episode releases, to do that. Yep. Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> There are. There are so many. There are 33 on the website. Yeah. And then uh, there are two more that aren't on the website. Um, There are, we'll talk about them and you can find them on Vimeo. And you have to um, pay like $2 to their Patreon in order to access it normally. Which I will say, uh, do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the two films combined were like 15 minutes but totally worth it to me and then you also yep. get they had like i went to their website and they had like two other short films and like a bunch of other content that they do and so the bottom tier was two dollars there's like a middle tier that's like eight dollars um but yeah suits like some of the best ones on there i would highly recommend watching those two and those came directly recommended to you and i yeah and thank you yeah 
I love them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love them a lot. Um, they had some interesting other stuff on their website. They had a, a sh- like they have a show called Gritty Reboots, which I don't know if they're actually doing the reboots or if they're just talking about them. But one of them was about Highlander, which seemed really cool. <laughs> so you you got real excited I about that. I love Highlander. All right. So yeah, today we're going to try and touch on mm-hmm. all 35. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, which is not as daunting as it sounds because a lot of them were like <laughs> right. two, three, four minutes. <laughs> I think there was... There was a handful that were like 12 minutes. Um, there was one that was like 20, one that was 30, one that was like 40, and then... I think those were the longest. I think those were the longest. Um, There is a 20 minute one, Mm -hmm. but we were able to watch all 35 in a week. Yeah. I watched. I watched like half of them in a day. Yeah. I I finished watching them all the night before recording this. Yeah. Yeah. Super easy to do. Yeah. And it it was kind of fun. I did like pause, go get Mm -hmm. an extra snack, get some water. And it was like, ooh, intermission. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun in between. Yeah, I would like jot down notes about what did I think of that? What is yeah. some like, what did I like? What did I not like? Was some constructive criticism, was, hopefully. Uh, I do want to like, I didn't enjoy all 35. There, mm-hmm. was, there were a few that I, it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, but I still want to like give respect to these people. Yeah. Because they set out, they made their own video. They made their own story. They did their own thing. Yeah. yeah and that's fucking cool. I. I would I should put a disclaimer out there that I'm not creative at all <laughs> and I've never created anything um you're it's a lot more creative than me you like do writing and stuff but I'm I'm not creative at all so I don't really I mean I do this I criticize <laughs> right, things right. I'm good at that but that's about it that's that's fair <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was really interesting you were kind of talking about this before we started recording that some of the movies you have to kind of change your mindset about on as you're viewing it yep so like there were some that i liked just as a someone who likes films and it was a pretty complete story and it was pretty well done all around um there were other ones that were very either very simple or um didn't really have a story or just kind of quick or whatever right but i started thinking about them more from the perspective of these people these filmmakers kind of need to create content not to just get practice but also to create a portfolio to show like hey even though this thing doesn't really have much of a story i'm not i'm not the writer i'm not making a story but i can light a scene i can edit shots together i can work with the crew i can get good sound i can there's a lot of moving parts in a film and if you can do all of those someone else can make a story and make it good and especially there was a few yeah that were from 2020 yeah. And so I also had to give, they always made me chuckle when a mask would show up. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, dated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know exactly when you made yeah. this. But that was also something that I wanted to also kind of give like a, a props yeah. kind of shout out because 2020 was, everyone was supposed to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. It was like, stay away from everything. Don't do anything. Yeah. So it's really hard to make a film. Yeah. During that time. And so they're. The fact that some of these short films got made during that time, mm-hmm. total respect to you. Yeah, you had to get creative with limitations as well. Yeah. Which is interesting. So should we go into it? I mean, we're not going to, we don't have like a, Yeah. I don't think I didn't. I don't think you did either where we set like a top 10. We just kind of no. watched all of them. I mean, I kind of, 
I put the ones that I liked more towards the top so I didn't lose them in case we didn't get to all of them. But no, I didn't like rank them as yeah as my favorites or not. But we definitely uh, yeah we might as well just dive into talking about these. Yeah. Um. Obviously, uh, it'll be technically spoiler free just because mm-hmm. we want you to go and watch them as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely definitely try to avoid that. <laughs> um, it was interesting. So watching them, there were kind of a lot of a lot of different genres represented. There were mm-hmm. a couple horror movies. Um, some good, some bad. There are a couple of romance ones. There are a lot of serious ones. There were no comedies, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. And I think there was, there was comedy a is hard to write. And, but I think that especially the people who are acting in these movies, it would be good to try to find that because co- to be able to be comedic and show that chemistry and timing and all that stuff is a, is a difficult skill. Very and if you difficult. can market that, that's yeah. huge. There there was a couple that had like comedic moments. Yeah, there were a couple jokes, um, for sure. And there was there was one joke in particular that I appreciated because it it was it seemed timely, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, that works all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Well let's should we let's talk about the ones that didn't Mm. quite do it for us that's an interesting way to start okay but let's just start that way and yeah and a lot of this is personal preference stuff yeah like so the two that i didn't like the most or didn't care for the most uh wasn't interested in the most is the two music video ones uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and i mean there's nothing wrong with music videos and a lot of incredible directors have done music videos for sure. A lot of huge directors yeah. have done music videos. Yeah, so it's it's a platform and an and an, an art form for sure. Yeah, but for me, I was just not in the mindset or mood to really <laughs> sit through it. Um, I I did watch both. Yeah, uh, neither of which is a style of music that I generally mm. gravitate towards yeah um yeah that's probably part of it too so i guess we should just say the titles of them too, yeah right shout them out so there's one called black yeah it wasn't bad i just it didn't really do a lot for me stylistically it was interesting it was it, it, was. it, it was kept my attention and, and it was it was the one i watched the most of yeah it, it did keep my attention again though i was just kind of like not really feeling the song and when it's music I love music. Yeah. And music's there to, like, kind of connect you to stuff. Yeah. So if I'm watching a video where I feel really no connection, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little it's a little tough to, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one wasn't horrible. It just didn't really pique my interest. The other one, though. Yeah. Better uh, World. Better World. Yeah. I don't like that style of music, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked clean. Yeah. It had a very clean look to it. Yeah. But what bothered me was it's like three minutes, <laughs> little over three minutes of just side to side filming. Yeah. That's all it does. Yeah. It was continually similar shots. Yeah. With a couple close ups. Yeah. So some people might love the song. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the kind of music video that like tells a story or anything. Right. It was just sweeping to the left, sweeping yeah. to the right, close up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that, to me, that was one that I was like, I don't know that this should mm-hmm. 
count as being in a film fest? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where I was at with it, too, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It met the rules, so. I mean, it, I'm, it, not, I'm not a judge. It I'm, did. I'm not involved, but. I just, I don't know, compared to majority of the others in this. Yeah. I felt I felt Better World was one of the weaker. Yeah. Just because there was, like, yeah, not a lot of creativity to it to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, getting into the more legit ones. Yeah, yeah. There was a, an animated one. There was. That was interesting, but very short. It's like a minute and a half or yeah. something like that. And yeah. it, it is like a, I mean, it's kind of like a tech demo. Do you know what a tech demo is? Mm-hmm. So for people that don't know, if when you have like a new video game or a new video game console coming out, they'll do the, they'll do the basic stuff. So there's, it's not a full game. It's not the... There's no progression, there's no story, there's yeah. no levels, there's no... It's just showing graphics and animations and textures and that kind of stuff. So very basic. And I was... Maybe I'm jaded, but I feel <laughs> like animation has become a lot more simple than it used to be. Okay. Like, more simple for... There's less barrier to entry, I guess. And... uh and so it looked good. It was certainly very, I, yeah, very visually well. it's very appealing. Um, I give them a lot of credit because they went with like oddball designs, mm-hmm. and I really liked the oddball design. Yeah. yeah, they were still they were still kind of what you would expect from these. So it's called I think we I said it. It's called Flea. Yeah, um, it was about these like little animals, like a frog, and but the frog was like not exactly a frog it was a little it different you know? so weird <laughs> yeah but you could still tell it was a frog and then you the flea was kind of weird but they were they were they were different but they were still cute so yeah. i thought that it was an interesting style choice it, but. it was definitely one uh this was one that i i kind of felt was like a resume piece yeah. which there were a couple that i was very much mm-hmm. oh this is yeah this is a uh portfolio or a resume like yeah they're just showing Here's what I can do without big budget. Yeah. Give me a big budget. Yeah. Uh, I I did. I was kind of bummed that it was so short, but I understood why it's so short because trying yeah. to render animation can take yeah. ages. Yeah. It it takes a lot of time to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's what I took away from it is that I was more impressed by the time that it takes an individual to make this. Um it, there wasn't a lot about it that was impressive, like stylistically or or anything like super super different. Right, right. It didn't seem like that hard to make. Just takes time to make. Well, it was. Yeah, I feel technically it was pretty cool, uh, but there just wasn't enough time to like develop a story. At least to me, there's yeah. like one piece of story, but it it doesn't feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I didn't mind Fleet. I thought it was cute. Yeah. But it was a little too short. <laughs> yeah. It was cute and short. Uh, another short one that I was excited for, but ended up being disappointed by. <laughs> Saw Heritage. Okay. I wanted to talk to you about <laughs> Saw Heritage. Good. Okay. <laughs> so I did too. Um, so as... Long time listeners, I guess. Mm-hmm. Long time. <laughs> <laughs> 34 episodes now. Is it 34 or is it 33? Pretty sure it's 34. 30 something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know. Uh, 
you should know that Jake, huge Saw franchise fan, yeah. and I am a fairly decent Saw franchise fan. Like, I, I enjoy the franchise, I just don't watch it near sure. as much. Yeah. Um, but I was excited for Saw Heritage, because mm-hmm. I fan films are cool. Right. They can be cool. Right. And then I watched this one. <laughs> I enjoyed the last, like, 20 seconds the most. Okay. But the rest of it, I did not. <laughs> I My complaint is, I don't think they got or know what Saw is. <laughs> okay. Because I did not like the last, like, the last bit. Um, oh, you didn't? Because... So the Saw music, that whole like yeah. closing of every Saw movie is that music and it's like showing all the different pieces coming together and you have yeah. a big realization or a big aha moment about, I mean, oh, there, there wow. wasn't really anything to right. be twisty. It was so short that, <laughs> that it showed like a little bit of lead up and a little bit of characters and then it went into the closing of the movie, yep. which is the music. And then it just showed the same couple of scenes that I had seen 30 seconds ago. Yeah. And there were no realizations, no revelations, nothing new. And But the music kept made, making me feel like I should you be should learning just, something. See, I liked the last bit just because it was the Saw music. And I liked sure. that, that quick edit, the quick cuts. And- yeah. I like that in the Saw franchise. It's always fun. It is always fun, but it's fun because of what's happening. Right, right. And this was doing all that, but I was I felt so confused. I uh my biggest complaint about it, I forget how long it was. That one was like seven minutes, I think. Seven or eight minutes. Maybe. Um it felt like it got made just for an excuse to show drug use on screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's all it was, was a dude smoking a joint. Yeah. And then snorting some coke. Yeah, waiting for a dealer to show up. Yeah. And then it does. And then the dealer leaves. <laughs> and then and then you have this big Shasai realization. <laughs> and then, yeah, nothing really happened. Yeah, I was, uh, when it ended, I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do agree with you, though. I don't know that they've watched the eight films yeah. in the Saw franchise. I think... They knew the name of that one girl that they... Right, and they showed... Above. They showed clips yeah. from Saw 2. I'm pretty sure it was 2, yeah. And, uh... Was it Saw 2 and, or yeah, was it Saw 3? It was, I'm pretty sure it was 2 and it referenced the girl. Yeah, so it... Which, in my mind, was like, how'd you get licensing to show that? <laughs> but I didn't go into licensing's it. Licensing's weird. <laughs> and also... <laughs> Also, I don't care. Right, right. <laughs> I feel like you should be able you should be able to tell a story with whatever you want and reference whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, if it's good, people like it. If it's not, who cares? Yeah, I uh, I do agree though. I I don't think they watched the whole series. I think they watched maybe one mm-hmm. while stoned. Like <laughs> maybe showed up at a friend's house, saw mm-hmm. half of one, mm-hmm. and was like, "Oh, we got it." Yeah. 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 I feel like. I mean, if you are, if you're wanting to show that you can edit in that style of that closing clip, then yeah, yeah, you did that. But as a viewer, I would also like some content in it, and there wasn't enough content. It was just smoking a joint and smoking. That was my big. I was like, all right, Mm -hmm. there has to be something more than just yeah. You sitting on the couch 
I mean, the main guy doesn't move no. from that one spot the whole yeah. video. <laughs> like, you got to do something. <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling when I finished, I was like, oh, I bet Jake was kind of bummed about <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. And it's all, I mean, it's certainly a take it with a grain of salt because I was looking forward to it so much. Right. And so I'm probably harsher on it because I love it. <laughs> so, um, you know what one I did not care for? Yeah. I mean, no, tell me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I well, want to know. One of them. No, one I of don't them. Um, Amour. Okay. Um, Amour, I didn't say was one of the worst ones, but it wasn't my favorite. I wouldn't say it was one of the worst ones. Yeah. It was very but, art housey. Okay. You know what kept going through my mind? What? <laughs> you remember in the movie 500 Days of Summer yeah. when they do the satire? Yeah on that oh, yeah yeah yeah. that's what it felt like <laughs> to me and the whole time i was like they're gonna fucking put the word finn yeah. at the end yeah. they don't but <laughs> i'm pretty sure they did no finn was at the end of uh there were a couple that had finn yeah but i don't think it was a more i'm pretty sure it was a more oh i have well a note if it was so then i stopped paying attention i have a note that. that it was very art house style black and white it's about love french name for love ends with finn very did um I don't know if it was just when I was watching it. Maybe something was glitchy. Okay. Did the audio not sync with them? I'm trying to remember. Especially at the beginning. Maybe. There were a couple that had like sound design, like noticeable, noticeable, very small, but noticeable sound yeah. design issues. Yeah. Um, That's possible. I don't know if it was just something glitchy when I was trying to watch it mm -hmm. as it's trying to load or whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. That kind of took me out of it mm. immediately okay. <laughs> it's like oh yeah uh and i did learn i'm not a big art house <laughs> that kind of artsy yeah. film fan i guess i just it did not do anything for me <laughs> yeah yeah it was very artsy it was black and white i thought i did like the one piece where it was about this couple that was together and then there's a whole thing about if you hear a bell ring that's your time to like right. move on from that relationship and so that kind of like break up kind of um not kind of they break up um <laughs> but yeah it was i thought the story was interesting i thought the acting was good i thought the lighting in black and white was really yeah, interesting. yeah I, I like black and white yeah i always think black and white definitely has a whole different feel to it yeah yeah it catches your attention this just uh it felt very forced artsy yeah and i just like immediately was, oh no <laughs> Um, the gift. Yeah, the gift was crazy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> do you know what he said at the end? No. Okay, <laughs> I, I rewatched the end about eight times because it closes and the guy at the computer turns and says, "I know something. he said no spoiler, but I feel like we." I don't know if it's a spoiler because all, all he turned. There's a guy at a computer and he turns and he says something. And there's a guy with the glass who says perfect or something like that. Something like that. And uh, I replayed it like eight times. I was like, <laughs> this is like a big moment that I feel like is Important. information that I need to know. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, couldn't figure it out. I couldn't it piece, was, piece it together. I turned the volume up. I was like, what is happening? It was so weird. Yeah. Like, first off, if, if a mystery package of mushrooms show up at your front door. Yeah. Maybe don't do them. Yeah. If, <laughs> if a mystery package in general, general shows, shows up, up on your door and you open the card and it says, dude, happy birthday with no, nobody signed it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then you open it maybe don't open it for one thing just throw it away it's not for you um but if you do open it and you realize this is a bag of drugs don't immediately bake them and eat them right right it's a bad idea yeah so this guy (laughs) takes these mushrooms and then wanders around very freaked out yeah he starts having like a mushroom trip yeah tripping big time and he can hear there's like a a voice a voice yeah following him and it's <laughs> the whole time i was like what the fuck am i watching yeah <laughs> it was odd yeah <laughs> but i will give credit the guy that's the main dude yeah he looked like he was having fun doing this yeah so. Yeah, it did Try look like he was having, having fun. fun doing I it. like when he had to run around with one shoe on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looked like a good time for sure. And uh, <laughs> I, there was one tiny little um, goof, I guess you would call it. I don't know if you saw it, where they, they was like painting the camera along and you saw the camera guy in the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. I like those kinds of things. I mean, I see them in Hollywood movies. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, very just rule rule of thumb: don't do drugs you find on your porch. Yeah, just don't do it. Just don't. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Um, what do you think of flight? Flight, uh, flight. I liked. I really liked the like the shot quality and the lighting and the color and the camera movements. I thought yeah. that it had one of the better cinematographies. Um, of all of the ones I watched, the sound quality was the weakest link on it. That the sound quality was a bit rough for me. Yeah, but I liked the idea of it. I liked the idea of it. The acting was decent and yeah. good. I liked it. Um, there was a little bit of stumbling in the physical, like acting parts. Um, and uh, there was one point where the act the like when the first before right before the first phone call happens, the actor just like looks at past the him at like whoever's in the background. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in in general, yeah, I like I like the story. I like the acting. I liked it. The the directorialness and the cinematography of it yeah. was really good. I thought. I thought the fact that the it all takes place in one room. Yeah. The way they shot it was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the stumbly physical scene. Yeah. Where one of them gets pinned to the bed with yeah, the arm behind. Basically, like kind of pushed down. It felt very like, oh, you you made sure to hit your marks without being hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like. You yeah you can you're pulling it a little bit too much yeah, yeah. you can emphasize this a little more look you're, stage you're not gonna hurt him yeah <laughs> it's mattress yeah I the sound quality was a bit rough for me yeah um but I did think it was an interesting idea and fun story yeah I agree what did you think about preparation night okay <laughs> I actually enjoyed it okay but yeah. I wish it was longer. Okay. And I want to see more of that. I wish it would have been like at least five minutes mm-hmm. instead of the two minutes. If, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish we could have seen more mm-hmm. of this like rabbit. Um, the other thing, there was a lot of close ups of like mm-hmm. the mask on the paper. Yeah. There was a lot of like, it felt the, there was a couple shots that were more drawn out, more drawn out than they needed to be for how yeah, short yeah. it was. Yeah, a lot of like the so the basic premise is that there's a killer preparing for a night killing, and there's a lot of like zooming and then just just painting up and down a desk of of 
tools of tools and weapons and yeah. stuff and so yeah i just kept going back and forth for a lot of it I thought that was really the only thing that bummed me out was that yeah we get it mm-hmm. i was hoping to see mm-hmm. like at least really going out on the prowl and yeah you kind of yeah. see it but well, it's more, more steps of the preparation yeah yeah finding rope and finding but the idea of it like it it piqued my interest just because i was like yeah. oh this could be something interesting yeah uh preparation night was definitely one of those that i was kind of hoping for a lot more and i hope that mm-hmm. the people that made it decide to continue keep going. yeah for sure keep going because it, it definitely piqued my interest it was- yeah yeah and i like i like that style so there's a there are games called hotline miami okay um that are kind of like 80s 80s like theme v, very vhs oh, yeah. very and so this had very it was like a four by three format and it yeah. had like the vhs tracking on it and uh and they wear animal masks and they use like hammers and okay. all, all kinds of weapons so it seemed like might be inspired by that yeah which i was into for sure um knowing that reference if that's what they're going for but yeah that 80s like synth pop kind of music and i thought it worked well yeah i i just i hope they continue it so if you made preparation night yeah. Continue making that story. Draw the story yeah. out a little more. Yeah, I'd say this is like the seed of an idea. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a like a fully complex ecosystem, but if you just let that seed sprout and yeah. germinate and sprout into a more um more of a story. I have I wanted to be kind of left with a message or purpose or something that this this meant something. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Parallel horror. Yeah. I did not like you did not like parallel horror. No, that's the one with the dude who like he reads the incantation in the book. The one in the mirror? No, that was um Inferno Reflexia. Yeah. No, Parallel Horror was the dude that walks around in his apartment. There is one shot of it that I really liked. Oh. It's where he's at his yeah. cabinets and like on the tile next to it you can see mm-hmm. like the evil universe kind of yeah. crawling across the tile. Yeah. That looked cool. That visual effect was really cool. That was really cool. It was like a digital effect they did. The rest of it, I was just like, oh. Yeah. This my, is- my biggest <laughs> thing about it, or complaint about it, I guess, is I was very confused and distracted by like the dust orbs, the snow, it, or whatever yeah, that was. Well, I think it was supposed to show you like this the is two universes of kind of like... yeah. It was, um, it was throughout the whole thing. It didn't like come in when something happened. Did the lighting seem off to you or was that just my screen when I was trying to watch it? Um, like it seemed unnecessarily dark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was, it, I mean, it was very dark. I think that was partly the, the digital filter that they had on the image oh. of the, of those orbs and everything yeah. going on. I think it changed the room lighting for sure. Cause that, that kept throwing me off. And then like, the random close-ups of him, mm-hmm. like right up on the camera looking at it, wasn't for me. Yeah, <laughs> it did. yeah. I mean, it did follow just like one guy in this apartment, and weird stuff starts happening, and then it, yeah, it didn't, didn't. It, it seemed like it was just a one-man show kind of thing. Yeah, and so it didn't progress too much or do do much out of the ordinary. This was the one struck out the most to me as. This guy is quarantined. He's mm-hmm. trying to do something just to stay occupied. Yeah. So props to you for making sure. this. For sure. I just, it seemed unnecessarily dark, mm-hmm. like the lighting wise. Mm-hmm. 
And then the the close-ups of him coming up from the bottom of the camera with his eyes all white. I was like, <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. um, this was also one... I took a note, but I don't know if this is true or not. And so I was going to see if you noticed. So a lot of the movies that I watched, they didn't they didn't have like Foley work really, and so you except would, for one. So there was some that you could kind of you would notice that there was no like, and you're kind of used to it in movies, like when right. people walk, you hear their footsteps and all this stuff. I thought that I could kind of tell that he there was attempted Foley work in this, which I appreciated for sure. It, it added more than the ones that I know I yeah. abs- noticed the absence of it. Um, but I don't I don't know if that was just it was just well mic'd and that was actual footsteps. And maybe this is, maybe it was fully working. It was just so good. I thought it was real. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if it was, that was cool. If it wasn't, yeah. it was just good sound. Which either way, it sounds like you, yeah. you liked that. Part. I did. It worked out. Speaking of fully though. <laughs> yeah. Silent killer. Yeah. Which is not about asbestos, by the way. No, <laughs> it is a fight video. Yeah. I loved it because yeah. of the Foley work. I loved, I hope I perceived it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> of no, being like, I think so. Kind of over the top Foley work. I loved it. Yeah, I was, it was kind of the, there were definitely like nods to Kung Fu movies where yeah. you were hearing the punches and the, and the, the throwing of punches and the landing of punches and all that I, stuff. All that. I was like, this was another resume piece to yeah. me of, oh, yeah, they're showing you, mm-hmm. I can make the sounds. Yeah. And you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was, it was, I mean, it, it set up, it was interesting because it set up a story in the intro, like, text. Yep. It was like, we're in, was it the Philippines? Yeah, the Philippines. We're in the Philippines <laughs> and people are disappearing and the government, there's a shadow government that people are kind of talking about. And it's all you get. And then you see two guys running through the forest and then the whole thing is just them colliding and fighting each other. Yeah, and, and the like fighting, this abandoned room or yeah, building. Yeah, it was like a building under construction. And the fighting was really good. The fighting choreography was really good. There were a couple small moments where you could tell they pulled their punches, but in general, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the fighting and the, the filming of the fighting and the editing of the fighting were really good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Silent Killer. I was like, and the fully work was what? Yeah. <laughs> put it out there for me. It's yeah. like, this is so it entertaining. It would have been more, I guess, lackluster if it didn't have that. It would have yeah. just been two guys, like, throwing hands at each other. But right. yeah, it was cool. It was very entertaining. I liked it. It was definitely worth the four minutes. It was only, like, four minutes, but it was yeah. worth it. Um, what do you think of Our Harlem? I liked Our Harlem. I was pleasantly surprised by Our Harlem. Um, I liked it primarily because it... It was kind of the right length. So a lot of these movies, and this is something we say all the time, yeah. is a let filmmakers make a movie as long as it needs to be. And this was one that was kind of right in the middle. I think it was like 10, 15 minutes. And uh, I think this was the 20 minute one. Was it 20? Yeah. yeah Which so it worked. Yeah, it worked out really good. And it, it was nice that it had a little bit more room to breathe compared to some of the four minute ones. Um, and they filled that time well. So it yeah. it followed quite a few different people quite a few different things happened and it showed a lot of different perspectives about this neighborhood and the people in this neighborhood and there was a a mom and her son and the mom is is addicted to um opioids opioids so it's part of the like opioid epidemic 
there are a couple moving in and one of them's a nurse she wants to help with the opioid epidemic one of them's a teacher he just wants to help with inner city kids um and they're kind of met with hostility from this other family that like lives there and they're like we don't need you gentrifying the neighborhood and they're right. like we kind of just want to live here and we want to <laughs> help out and then but then also there was a lot of interesting things with that teacher and he was kind of dorkily doing a rap as he talked <laughs> right, and, right. Was, and they're like and then there was a really cool like freestyle rap battle where a student like rapped back at him uh, i like that yeah i uh so it was one of like well there were four that i watched that i felt this should probably be mm-hmm. a full feature this should yeah. be and this was the first one that i watched like this where i was like this feels like it should be a two hour yeah. Really make you think about a lot of stuff because they're mm-hmm. in 20 minutes, they throw a lot at you. Yeah. But it felt like there was still, you could have gone further. You could have gone longer. You yeah. You could have yeah. developed the story for sure. Yeah. But I, this one had some of the, the better acting. It just like this one felt. Yeah. Acting was really almost good. Almost semi pro. <laughs> like yeah. it felt. Camera work was good. There was a couple, <laughs> a couple small sound design things like outdoors. Like, just hiccups. Very small. Yeah, the one that I was kind of like, oh, was uh, when the teacher and, like, some other dude are walking down the sidewalk. Yeah. his uh, The teacher's audio sounds great, mm-hmm. and then the other dude's audio is not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, did they not? were they not able to get the second guy to come back and, like, mm-hmm. re-record his line? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah, and then there was, like, a couple lighting things also outside, or where, I mean time of day changes and so the lighting just changed enough that it kind of made the video quality look different in certain scenes or worse in certain scenes but in general i mean it wasn't that distracting it was really good yeah it's props to him it it was definitely an interesting one yeah um which one do you want to go to next um so i mentioned uh what did I mention? I mentioned Inferno Reflexio. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of this? I did not care for it. Okay. Thank you. But I was worried if it's because I didn't get it. Um. No, I did not care for it either. Okay. But I really like the idea that he sets up where it's like yeah. his inner demon or like his own personal demons are with him. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah. I just felt, and I, I like the whole thing in the bathroom where, like, you see the face pop out and yeah. go back. I thought that was fun. I wish it would have been mm. fleshed out a little more because it, it, it was, just suddenly stops. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was more, it felt too, like, fun and playful, I guess. Okay, I wish yeah. it was more edited and shot more seriously if it was serious maybe it was not and that's why i feel like i didn't get it okay. i was like i i feel like it it should have been something that could have been you could take the same idea and do it a little bit differently and it would have been better yeah but i don't know yeah i expected exactly it to be like was. i was hoping for something to make you kind of uncomfortable yeah and then it wasn't and that kind of the very last shot of it is what took me out of the whole thing yeah cuz it just ends and i was like oh all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah um believe did you uh okay i loved believe i knew you were going to love believe you knew it because the idea is so cool that and i was like jake's gonna use this one as his like 
redemption from him being afraid of uh, <laughs> fire in the sky. Fire in the sky. <laughs> yeah, this one wasn't scary at all. So that's part of why I liked it. Um, I really, really liked the acting of these. Like they're kids, basically. It yeah. seemed like they're high school, college age kids, and they seemed very natural with each other and very natural in front of the camera. I really, really liked all. Yeah, of it. I, it was very entertaining. And they do some tricks in it that I was like, mm-hmm. hey, that's some pretty good home, like homemade special effects. Yeah. Not too shabby, folks. Not yeah. too shabby at all. Yeah. It looked really, really good. And I really liked the story, especially. I thought yeah. the story was very interesting. Um, so it's about aliens. This kid who thinks he's been contacted by aliens. I thought the design of the of the symbol on the window that he finds yep. is really cool. The whole thing with the window, like with it being... Like inside the pane, yeah, was not a, really. It's not on the inside or the outside of the window. It's within the glass, yeah, and that's how he kind of knows. Like, no one was out on the outside with a ladder, like scratching <laughs> it in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was really, really cool. Um, I was. I felt like this one could have certainly been longer. They accomplish a lot in the twenty minutes that it is, but I thought the end was a little bit rushed. Yeah, like there was a. At the end, he has like this this uh, monologue. Spoiler. <laughs> it's a small, very small spoiler um the, he's this monologue and says that jackson ended up in the hospital and the last time we saw jackson like 30 seconds ago he was fine and so i was a little bit confused about what happened and how that got there right and, and all that stuff but other than that i thought it was really interesting yeah i, I thought believe was very fun very entertaining yeah it, it was one of my favorites for sure i also very much enjoyed sugar I also very much enjoyed sugar. Loved sugar. Yeah. <laughs> I loved sugar so yeah. much. And I loved that actress. She was in, she a, was few. in a few. She was in, a, I think, three of them. Um, but I think sugar was my favorite of hers, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. The idea was really cool. The execution the was execution, really cool. The execution. I was like, this is killer. No pun intended. <laughs> but I was like, this is. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sugar. It, it was one of my favorites. Also, it was really, really good. Yeah, that was another one that I felt very strongly. This should be a mm-hmm. like a full feature. I would watch. Yeah, a full feature about this yeah. character. Yeah, that would have been an intense eight ten minutes of that of a movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Sugar was so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Um, what did you think of the other one that she was in, Haunted City? I really like the idea. Yeah. Uh, the the beginning part seemed a little like stumbly to me, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I part of that I felt was me figuring out what was going on. Okay. Cuz I thought that they I thought it was interesting how you they kind of exposed this you to the story cuz you're put in this world that's very different from reality as, right. as as you know it. And so you're kind of figuring out the rules. And I thought it was interesting the way it was done. Yeah, I I really like the idea of like a vigilante ghost, yeah, who teams up with death. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they they come across these people who have been murdered as ghosts, but they don't know they were murdered yet. Yeah, and so they're trying to help solve their murders. It was really cool. Yeah, I I thought it was entertaining. It was clever. It, it was one of those where the idea of it, mm-hmm. I found myself being like. How has this not been made? Yeah. Like, this seems like such a obvious film to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good idea. I would watch a full movie about that. Um, 
Okay, I gotta get into it. Yeah. Uh, Superman end of an era. Okay. There were a few superhero movies yep. on, in this list, and I, I will talk to, about them for sure, because we're big superhero nerds. Yep. But Superman end of an era was my favorite of them. Yep. It was incredible. It was so good. And the the actors who play Superman and Lex, Lex. Luthor yeah. were probably some of the best. They were amazing. They were so good. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I really liked how they set the story up of mm-hmm. it's old man Superman, it's old man Lex. Yeah. And they have a conversation. I was so excited for all of it. And then, like, as it developed, I was more like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> it it like, elicited some really significant emotions as I was watching. Yeah. And I was like, as a fan of DC Comics and yeah. Superman and all that whole universe. Yeah. I mean, this really was like, mm-hmm. this is properly done. This is yeah. someone did their homework to know these characters. Yeah. And they did a really good job. Yeah. I feel like they're very well represented all around. Yeah. It was really good. It was, I mean, the like the old school Superman suit I thought yeah. was entertaining <laughs> as a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a old Christopher Reeve style. It, yeah. But you could certainly see it as the original Christopher Reeve Superman when he's older. Yeah. It, he felt that kind of tone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved End of an Era. Yeah. I, I found myself putting it off a little bit because I was yeah. a little nervous that I was going to be so disappointed in it. <laughs> yeah. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So good job to you. You made yeah. this nerd or these fellow nerds. Yep. 100%. Very proud. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised by it. <laughs> their cre- to your point about um, using properties, their end credits were funny because their last like card said at the bottom, "Please don't sue us." <laughs> yep, <laughs> which made me well, chuckle. I mean, they had music from Batman versus Superman. They had, I mean, they had music all from yeah. all of these movies, and yeah, the properties. And <laughs> those are pretty expensive properties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I liked it. I'm glad they made it. Yeah, I very much enjoyed that one. If DC sues them, they're assholes. That's right. That's my. Point. But I don't. I don't see DC doing that. No, no they seem fine. Um, they're not Disney. So we might as well say so that. Yeah. The company that made the Superman end of an era. Yeah. Did you notice they made like they made a, all a of, lot all of, of these the, <laughs> all of the ones that are basically fan films of existing yeah, properties. Yeah. yeah. Which I had to laugh because I was like, I almost feel this guy should only be allowed to enter once <laughs> we're not judges but we're not judges so he followed the rules yeah i was just laughing i was like this guy's playing the odds he had, the more <laughs> of his movies are in Might as well the better chance he'll win yeah yeah exactly um warrior predator yeah i enjoyed it okay i did okay for what it for what they had uh-huh i thought it was well done with mm-hmm. the costuming the costumes were great the i mean the shots and the and the i mean the blocking and the yeah. lighting and sound were all really good my biggest criticism about it is the fight editing specifically okay the I fight choreography agree. was not bad but the fight editing i feel like they would benefit to go to youtube and watch jackie chan describe directing and editing fight scenes yep because there were a lot of and this is something i see in hollywood movies all the time marvel movies do it taken movies do it born movies do it um where they'll 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 
throw a punch in a or some attack in a movie and then cut to it landing but the cut to it landing is the cut happens at the same point where it was where you left off yeah and you need to back it up a little bit so that your eyes have a chance to catch up um is how jackie chan describes it and so it's it it was good certainly good um but it could have benefited from some better editing and fight cinematography i I would agree i felt um and i I noticed this with a lot of these that had like some physical aspects to it Mm -hmm. you know fight choreography or whatever Mm -hmm. very you could tell everyone was very much pulling back Mm -hmm. everyone's holding back because yeah everything slows down all of a sudden it's like very it's like underwater it kind of yeah yeah so it's pronounced but like that yeah, the movement is similar. Yeah. It's not fluid. Right. So I almost feel they could have benefited mm-hmm. with maybe rehearsing Yeah, a little more. Yeah. I mean, it, it's to be a really good stunt person and to th- throw f- punches quickly and yeah, not, yeah. not hurt anybody. It's a learned It's thing. an art form, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but I enjoyed it for what they had. Yeah. You know, I thought pulling off those Predator costumes. Yeah. For what they, I mean... Mm-hmm. bravo yeah i i can't do that <laughs> i love cosplay yeah i can't cosplay worth shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they looked good they didn't look they silly looked and they didn't look like they felt silly they looked like they were into it yeah yeah um my biggest criticism though mm-hmm. and i guess this is a spoiler <laughs> sorry uh-huh. <laughs> uh they took too much inspiration from predator 2 Okay. Instead of taking inspiration from Predator 1. Yeah. And there's a distinct difference between those two <laughs> that involves the Predator. Yeah. And they went with the route that I am not a fan of. Okay. Instead of going the route that I felt they should have gone. Yeah. But that was really my only, like, mm-hmm. besides kind of the clunky fight choreography. Yeah. This That choice bothered me more than the rest of it. Yeah. There were... I mean, if if I were to describe my perfect Predator movie... It would it, the story would be different than this. It would be more the predator would be more formidable than fighting this girl with a stick. <laughs> but I thought it was really it was interesting for what they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to give props to them. Just yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to pull that off. So <laughs> yeah, man, thirty five trying to like figure out which ones we've talked. Uh, so kind of staying on that theme yeah let's just stay on that theme because there was a handful of there was a handful of them um a pair of them went together so that's right and i luckily watched them in the order i think you were supposed to so i watched martha joker first and then thomas batman and then you're supposed to watch okay i didn't uh i didn't remember or no i was just watching different things and i kind of luckily watched it in the right order i enjoyed martha joker way more than i enjoyed thomas batman really yes i was the opposite really yeah okay. i mean i liked martha joker yeah for and sure. i liked thomas batman <laughs> but, but I, I preferred martha over thomas okay interesting i liked i don't know i something about thomas grabbed me more okay um Maybe I mean I feel like I. What connect- does this say for a psych like I, psychologically? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure this means something. Mm. <laughs> I think maybe I connected with him more, or the actor playing him more. I was more attracted to the actress playing Martha was really good, yeah. but I I didn't I guess fall in like love with her and want okay. her to like. I wasn't as uh, connected I guess to okay. that, and uh, 
I liked Alfred being in the Martha Joker one, but I wasn't like super connected to that either. Um, I thought it was interesting. Okay. And I thought that, I mean, I, I guess from a story perspective, to put this in context, I've always liked, I've liked this story and I've liked Thomas's part in it where he is watching this. He's, he himself is dealing with the tragedy of oh, Bruce yeah. dying and also dealing with this new tragedy of his wife going crazy and <laughs> killing people. So, <laughs> if you don't know the Flashpoint storyline or the Batman yeah. Flashpoint storyline, because every DC hero has an right. altered story. Right. Uh, in the Flashpoint, Bruce Wayne is one who was shot and killed in the alley. Yeah. And his mom, Martha turns into the Joker while his dad becomes Batman, but his version of Batman mm-hmm. is a murderer. and uh, Use, Uses guns and kills bad guys. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's one of my favorite stories of all time in the comics. Um, I, both of these felt like you could tell they all had a great appreciation mm-hmm. for the material, the source material. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the woman that played Martha. I really liked how you could tell she was trying to pay respect to mm-hmm. Heath Ledger and to Joaquin Phoenix. Cause she kind of emulated yeah. both of their jokers into one yeah. character. That's fair. Um, the Thomas one I thought was really cool. My favorite part of the Thomas one was the nod to mm-hmm. Michael Keaton's Batman yeah. at the very end. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. Yeah. And I love the bat suit yeah. for Thomas Wayne. Oh yeah, I did too. The red and the black. The it's, just, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was I I probably was more taken out of it than I should have been, where the Martha Joker one definitely references specific lines from yeah. Dark Knight. And um yeah, so that that it took me out of it more than made me appreciate it i guess oh okay so i was a little distracted i guess by it that's fair that's yeah fair. but they're they're both very entertaining yeah highly recommend watching those yeah um okay i gotta bring this one up i was really excited for this one because i am a big fan of the original okay oh yeah dark man yeah and i didn't know anything about it but i also really liked it okay this one was a lot of fun it felt like this one felt more instead of being a dark man. Okay. Uh, kind of focus. Uh-huh. This felt more like, I forget the name of the guy that directed it, but it felt like he was trying to kind of take inspiration from Sam Raimi himself. Yeah. But just the way that he filmed it, just the way he choreographed some of the scenes. Okay. It felt very Sam Raimi to me, yeah. which I appreciate because Sam Raimi directed the original yeah. and he has a very unique especially an early mm-hmm. career Sam Raimi, a different way of making kind of yeah. these style movies. So I, I did enjoy it. It was very fun. I didn't realize that it was like a super cut of three fan films of Darkman yeah. until after I had watched it. I was like, oh, <laughs> do I need to watch the original three or am I good with this one? So I've only watched this one so far. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that it was like... Uh... A, just a cut together version of those yeah, multiple like, it may have. installments. But yeah, I really, really liked it. I thought that the editing was very good and creative and the, the concept and the writing was really interesting yeah. where Darkman is pit, pitting all of these criminals against each other by impersonating each other. And I thought that it, it 
fell into place very well. It did. So it was well edited or well written and well directed in that respect. And the editing of of people of this character who can take on the image, the the facial structure of another person um, was really interesting. Where you're going from this guy who's playing him who's playing dark man with a new face yeah, yeah. and then cutting back to this other character I'm playing like who's the still, bad guy version of yeah. Him. yeah it was really i thought it was well edited it was very entertaining i enjoyed it very much i was worried it would feel more clunky as soon as i realized what was going on and right. it felt very smooth i liked it, did, it a lot it did. um in terms of us being fans of original source yeah what did you think of the john wick entry i actually liked it I was very nervous that I would be very critical of it because John Wick's <laughs> one of my favorite things ever. Um, and I thought that it did a good job of feeling like John Wick. Yep. I thought that the fight scenes were were good. They were good enough. And I I thought the actor did a good job of feeling John Wicky. Yep. Um, I especially liked the story. I thought it was very clever to introduce this supernatural element to John Wick. Right. I thought that that could be something that they couldn't end up actually doing. It felt like it fit really well. I I agree. I felt like, although the John Wick series doesn't have mm-hmm. a supernatural element to it, mm-hmm. but I was like, if they introduced a supernatural element, this would be the route to do it, where yeah. he has like a dinner date mm-hmm. with Lady Death. Yeah, it reminded me very much of like, Deadpool, yeah, who is death is a character, and she kind of helps him. And I thought that it did. A, it was really interesting. It adds a lot to the universe. It helps explain how he escapes death so much that she's kind of helping him out. I also had to laugh because the uh, the woman that played death and John Wick is the same woman that played death and Haunted City. And I was like, oh look, their universes are connected. <laughs> yeah, they overlap. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be... This is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now we need a fan fiction of the crossover between right, right, the right. two. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I yeah. I thought going into it that I was going to kind of be very let down. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I thought the whole fight choreography they showed, I was like, mm-hmm. well, this fits yeah. all of the fight scenes. It's exhausting. <laughs> you you spent a lot of time like... How are any of you still standing? Yeah. This is tiring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. What do you think of Birthday Girl? Uh, Birthday Girl wasn't my favorite. <laughs> it was... I mean, it was depressing. <laughs> it's supposed to be. For the most part. It's supposed to be. Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was interesting, but it wasn't my favorite because it was... Um, so the the sound design was off and the music cues and transitions were a little bit i guess abrupt or sudden but and the story was simple i mean it's only like a two minute movie i think but um it didn't i don't know i I guess i didn't feel the catalyst of change in this person to transition into the ending um i really liked the idea yeah i had to kind of shake my head because I wrote, I have something written that is almost identical to this. Okay. That I was just kind of like tweaking. Yeah. And then I watched this and was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So. Into the trash. Yeah. So that, that's not a a thing anymore. (laughs) Um, I will say my version was, had a much darker conclusion. Yeah. 
than this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. I thought the transition was very like mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and, I don't. I may have benefited if it was more clear how much time had passed. Yeah, and I also kind of thought they should have. Because um, if it's all in one day, which it could have been, I don't really know. I don't know. I, I kind of thought they should have developed kind of the precursor to everything mm. a little more. Yeah. Because at the start of it, it sounded like it shouldn't have been a sad thing until she talks to her sister. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt there should have been a little more... Uh, they should have shown a little more disconnection between like the people that were supposed to yeah. celebrate this birthday with her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, I was kind of like, God damn it. I fucking <laughs> made my story first. That's funny. <laughs> That's another layer for sure though. Um, all right. I, I got to go into one that I absolutely loved. Okay. We got to go into, yeah, I, I absolutely loved a lot of these. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go into one that, Took me off guard. Okay. Because I did not love it immediately. Okay. But then the more I thought about it while I was enjoying my intermission, quote unquote, the more I realized like, nope, I loved it. Okay. Perception. Yes. One with the woman running through the woods. Yes. I really liked it, especially because it was a high school student's film. Yeah. That was very impressive because it was among the better ones for sure. Very impressive. Yeah. Um. At first I watched it, I was like, well, this seems like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I went and was like getting my, my snack and my water and I started really thinking about it and was like, well, mm-hmm. that's always a good sign. Yeah. If something sticks in your head, yeah. it's a good sign. For sure. And I was like, wait a minute. And I went back and rewatched it. Okay. It's the only one that I watched twice. Okay. And was like, this movie rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the last bit of this. Yeah. Is what sells it so well. Yeah. And I was so very proud of you, mm-hmm. whoever it was that made this. Mm-hmm. So proud. This was so good. <laughs> yeah. Perception was really good. Um, the the last part of it kind of goes in reverse. Yeah. And you kind of learn a different perspective. Well, yeah. And they do like a quick, uh, like a quick voiceover. Yeah. That's just enough not to mm-hmm. confirm anything. Yeah. But make you question a lot. Yeah. And for a high school film, this is... The narration you mentioned especially was really good. I thought it was very well written, even in the beginning, where mm-hmm. it's kind of like... It's kind of laying those bread trail red breadcrumbs out yep, yep. and uh, asking if you're paying attention. It felt very much kind of like The Prestige a little bit in that yeah. sense. Um, and uh, yeah, it was the narration was really well written and well executed. And um, I, I like the story and... I was left wanting it, it to go in reverse a little bit further past the beginning so yeah. that you could get those answers. But that's but at not the, same the point time, of the movie, really. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm glad that you don't have any confirmation. Yeah. yeah. I think that lends heavy mm-hmm. to the story they were showing mm-hmm. because you're left with like, yeah, you really want more after the end of this one. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was very impressive. I loved it. I just, I thought, Jesus Christ, this is so well done. Yeah. <laughs> and it looked good, too. Yeah. It looked well done. It did look really well done. It looked really clean. Yeah. Which for, was, for something with one person on screen for almost the entire for thing. Almost, yeah, you see, like, the, the back, back of, of another someone. person. Yeah. But. Yeah, really good. 
Uh, speaking of going back to when you were talking about properties we're big fans of, I thought you were going to go to this one. So the Watchmen Zoom play. Okay. <laughs> I was very much looking forward to it. And it was, I think, the longest yeah, one. Yeah, it's 45 minutes. Because well, it's almost 45 it's minutes. It's chapters one and two of the Watchmen comic, mm-hmm. uh, graphic novel. But it's only the dialogue. Only the dialogue, yeah. Uh, there are a couple like transitionary shots. It was really interesting. I, I was interested in it initially because I love Watchmen and I've watched every iteration of Watchmen there is. I've watched the motion comic. I've watched every <laughs> version of the movie. I've watched all the stuff. Um, so I thought it was really interesting and I didn't think of it at first, but I should have that it, it would, they did really creative things with it being in Zoom. So Zoom, if you don't know, is the like video conference. Everyone knows what Zoom is, Jake. It's 2021. Mom out there listening to this. There is not a human. The only people that don't know Zoom are infants. (laughs) Okay. So it's the infants (laughs) listening. There's this thing called Zoom that you'll grow up and find out about. It'll probably be gone by the time they get it. But the funny thing about Zoom is that not everybody takes advantage of this feature is that you can upload your, uh, your own background. And so they did a really interesting thing where they used the backgrounds of the comic panels and dressed up as the characters so they were basically acting out a scene yeah and i thought the zoom was an interesting medium because the squares of the the different if you have multiple characters on screen they're within a little square and those boxes are very much like the panels of a comic yeah it was it was very interesting and clever my biggest problem with it is they changed a lot of the dialogue. It wasn't performed as written, and a lot of the changes that were made were for the worse. Like, the dialogue didn't land as strong, and as someone who knows the dialogue, I was waiting for it, and then it w- it came out a little bit different, and it wasn't as good, and it made me sad. I, um, I'm with you. I very much... I noticed the, the paneling yeah. almost immediately, and I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I love that they used the, the actual comics as the background. Right. I thought that was fucking cool. Yeah. I like that this group of friends made their little homemade costumes for them. Yeah. And they looked all right. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, it fell very flat for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's part of the... I mean, there are cool things about using the medium of Zoom, and then yeah. there are big problems using the medium of Zoom, which is sound quality is very hard to get consistent. <laughs> yeah, video quality is weird, and and I I definitely find myself in a, a mind state of I don't want to give too much credit to Zoom. Yeah, because I don't want Zoom to be a like permanent fixture. True, I. I think people are better when they <laughs> yeah. interact. This certainly one. isn't the kind of thing that, oh, we don't need movies in person anymore. Yeah, it's you can such a like from your living room. immediately for me personally. Yeah, it's an immediate disconnect. Right. That's true. And I realized that last year um, when they did the. Um, oh, my God. Just forgot the name of it. How do I talk about Princess Bride? No, no. Uh the other one, Steve Martin, Father of the Bride. Oh, Father. Part three and a half or whatever. Yeah. I was so excited for that because I was like, oh my God, it's the entire cast back and they got Robert De Niro to show up. Yeah. And then I watched it and immediately was like, I hate Zoom. Yeah. I fucking hate Zoom. <laughs> yeah. For this reason. Makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate Zoom for what it helped yeah. keep people connected during this pandemic. But yeah. watching the Watchmen one, I was like, 
oh, you should not embrace this. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it took me out of it. Yeah. And I felt, I'm sure these guys, you can tell the dude that was playing the role of a uh, comedian. Yeah. You could tell he was the biggest fan <laughs> yeah. of Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. He was the best. And he was great. Yeah. Everyone else just felt, it, it, mm-hmm. it felt flat. Yeah. It just didn't work for me. Yeah. It was, it was also difficult talking about sound issues. Um, the guy who played Dr. Manhattan, he was very much into the role of just talking in a very subdued voice, but you couldn't right. really understand what, like, the microphones weren't picking it up. Which, I mean, Zoom quality is not that the good. The closest to Dr. Manhattan talking that we have is yeah. from Zack Snyder's movie. Yeah. And it works really well for yeah. that character. Yeah. The guy trying to, like, kind of do the same idea of talking lower. Yeah. And Disconnected, just, un, un, unemotional voice, I guess. Yeah, I uh, I was bummed in that one because I I wanted to I had such high hopes for that one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one that as I was watching it, I felt like I could appreciate it more if I knew more about the story of its production. Okay. Like I didn't know how much of it was edited or post production. If it if a lot of it was, that takes some away from it. But if it was performed like that more in a live format, um, that would have been more impressive. Yeah. And maybe that happened. I don't know. Um, but it made me th- wonder that. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. But yeah, my, my biggest part was the the writing is so iconic and well done. And there were so many parts that were changed. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. Ooh. <laughs> Um, what do you think of Huntress? Uh, I liked Huntress. Huntress was cool. It was kind of like a Lady Terminator. Yeah, I thought the sci-fi element was fun. It was fun. I like when she showed up. I was waiting for her to ask those couple for their boots and their motorcycle. <laughs> um, but she didn't do that, and that was okay. I thought that too because they were playing the Terminator music. Oh, maybe that's it. Why. Was like it was subconscious. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> there, were, which brought me to another thing of. <laughs> We mentioned it earlier and joked about it. Like, yeah. we need to look into what the licensing on all this is because <laughs> no, there, just there was a lot. Just let him go. <laughs> I'm not complaining. It was awesome. I it love awesome. all of it, but yeah, it took me off guard because I was like, I it thought was, you couldn't. It was interesting. It. it was interesting to pay attention to when it worked and when it didn't work as much. Yeah, there were certain parts when you insert something from a known property and you're like. Oh, I know that thing, and it takes me out of it. And then there were times where it was like so subtle, where it was just like a Batman theme, or or like the Terminator theme. I didn't even notice, but it did yep. make me think of it, and it made me understand the characters and what's yeah. going on. I will say, I loved that they made up their own language. Yeah, for these other world creatures, yeah. I thought that was really cool. With the subtitles, I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a clap there. Yeah. This is this was very creative to me yeah. for what they had to work with. Yeah, yeah, I really liked how creative it was. I liked how much of a threat the the huntress was, and she was like difficult to kill. And they had these yeah. interesting weapons, and it was it was a cool idea. Yeah, I very much appreciated this yeah. one, and it made me wonder like where it's gonna go. Like this this person, this girl who's being hunted by the huntress is kind of going to have more come after her and right. like, this could be a whole thing it could yeah it was another one where you're like bring it on yeah and it also had a familiar face in it because she was in like 
three or four of the movies that we watched. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I liked that actress a lot. I would like to watch her more stuff. And yeah, and it was the opening is by the ocean, and it can be very tricky to film sound by the ocean, but it yeah. sounded good. But it sounded good. Yeah, it worked really well. It was yeah. really good. What did you think of Once More? So Once More caught me off guard. It was the first one I watched that was COVID themed. Right, which I didn't realize didn't either so the whole like first 90 percent of it are these different individuals giving lines from the monologue from the once more into the breach yeah friends from henry v uh from shakespeare and so they're cutting back and forth between different people and delivering it, the lines and it was really really good. it's really cool and you're like you feel amped up and you're like fuck yeah and then everybody starts putting their mask on. And then they put on. their mask on. And I was, and like, I was like, what the hell what just the happened? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it, you should know, we did not watch these together, but I feel like we were having the same reaction. Absolutely. And then I realized what was going on, and I was like, oh, this is like a thing. And there, I did laugh. There was one part where a lady puts on a mask and it says, masks suck. Yep. And I was like, okay, she's funny. Well, so at first my brain did like this involuntary perception of like, God damn it. He's just trying to preach to me. Uh-huh. And then the more I thought of it afterwards, the more I was like, no, this one looks like it got made before London got shut down for the second time or yeah. before the UK was shut down for the second time. Yeah, Cause it's talk. The whole point of it at the end is that they're going into their second quarantine. They hope it's the last one. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so with that, it's supposed to be kind of a, band together get through this kind of thing and, and i appreciate it for that i i enjoyed this one mm-hmm. um even with that knee-jerk reaction of like yeah. god damn it but it makes sense yeah and i was like you know what i'm down for this yeah this was a cool video and there were a lot of really good um deliveries from different i mean there was yeah. a ton of different random people in it um but a lot of them were very good deliveries of the lines from that yeah poem. like it was uh and i really liked the like all the different types. Yeah. There were very uh a little bit of everybody. Yeah. It just it felt really cool. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. And the the main guy, the one that kicks the whole thing off, I was yeah. like this dude's a badass. I think he's the first and last guy on yeah. screen. But yeah. I thought he was cool. Yeah. But yeah, it, very interesting video and I really like the idea that they used that quote. Yeah. That whole monologue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I thought it was a really interesting idea. You know what one I did not find myself thinking was that interesting. What's that? Breathless. Oh, really? Yeah. I kind of liked Breathless. Really? Yeah. What'd you like about it? Because this is another COVID yeah. one. It was, and that also kind of shocked me at first and took me out of it. I mean, it's just a surprise. I'm not used to seeing somebody go out and put a mask on when they need to. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> so that did take me out of it for a second, but also... You're filming in public and you have to do what you have to do. Yep. But I liked the story of Breathless. I thought it was really interesting. And I liked the acting in it. I thought that it felt the among the most natural acting of the movies that, that we watched, especially the guy in it. Yeah. Um, so it's essentially about a couple and they're kind of fighting. And then his girlfriend, as they're kind of breaking up, gets an asthma attack and he has to go find her inhaler. Um, and it was, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. I liked the, I liked at the end there was an interesting effect where the screen kind of narrows and I thought it was I if it was me I would have had it like 
come back out as she had like taken the inhaler and her it's like the vision closing in tunnel vision kind of thing and it didn't really do that it kind of stayed there and then it came even more that way like it was filmed on a phone so maybe they were compensating for what they had to film with right um but it was it was interesting it was different and i thought it was parts of it were really natural i thought it was not not bad it was among it was in the top half i wouldn't say that i thought it was bad um i agree it felt the most natural well one of the more natural ones uh the only thing that i was and this is just personal Mm -hmm. preference and just kind of personal creative Mm -hmm. direction that i tend to go in i like things to go a little darker sometimes so part of me was like this should have gone in a whole different direction. <laughs> I was the opposite. I was like, when there wasn't like a super happy ending and she didn't like fully appreciate everything he does for yeah. her, I was like, man, fuck her. <laughs> right. This is a sad movie. Because <laughs> they, they didn't like end up like resolving it. And yeah, I, I really I, wanted a happy I wanted ending. it to be a little darker in tone. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's what it was doing. And then it did not. Mm-hmm. I was kind of bummed about that. Yeah. But I did find myself laughing about uh, thinking like shit. It's a lot of running up and down <laughs> stairs. That's true. Like with a mask on. With a mask on. Yeah. And I I laughed the first couple he passes. I they're like yelling at each other, and he yeah. like interrupts to run through them. Yeah. Everyone's wearing their mask and screaming at each other. I was like, that's just funny. Yeah, that's just funny. I liked that a lot. And he he passes them again later. But yeah, I thought they were very funny and very natural as just people in the hallway. Yeah. And I was like, are you extras or just people in the hallway? (laughs) This is awesome. Uh, Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. I just my brain wished the tone of it would have been different. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I also had that just in the other direction. Right. Um, talking about relationships. Uh oh. What did you think of Blind Love? I did not like Blind <laughs> Love. I did not. I I didn't know what the fuck is going on for it, part of it. It felt very uh, clunky to me. It felt mm. it felt like they didn't even know what they were trying to make at times. Yeah, because the uh, the opening of it. With that, like his opening narration and stuff, I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, this could yeah, be interesting." He's up on a hill and he doesn't have a shirt on. I was like, "Okay, where's this gonna go?" I'm in. Yeah, and then uh, of course you were. And uh, <laughs> he wasn't Jack. He's not he ta- even Jack. He talks about how he's like, "I'm out of shape. I'm not the guy. I'm on right. all these things." But the the date that it focuses on, yeah. So it's about a blind date. I mean, it's supposed to feel awkward. It felt worse than awkward to me, <laughs> to the point where I was like, "Are they even?" Mm-hmm filming together until that last shot (laughs) yeah i was very like it it did not fit the timing of the dialogue felt so yeah off well he was like intentionally so awkward as this guy who doesn't go on dates over he did did over overdo it and then i didn't like that as soon as she talks about like smoking weed, he's like suddenly in the conversation. Yeah. He's like, Oh, you're cool. We can like smoke weed together or hang out. And then she says another thing she likes. And he's like, that's my jam. I really like that. Right. And so they have two things in common. And then he asks her to marry it. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, where is this going? Well, she like, she pulls a giant ass joint out of her dress. And yeah. I'm like, what? Cause I watched blind love right after I watched, saw okay. heritage and i was like 
this was going to be another movie to be like, look, we're filming drugs. We're filming us smoke weed. Ha ha ha. Like it's 2021. Mm-hmm. No one cares. It's tax deductible if it's for business. Tested. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yeah. Blind Love wasn't one that I, I really connect. I think the guy. Yeah. Uh, although I felt he tried to overdo mm-hmm. the awkwardness. I do think he could be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. If like, if he continues to make films or ends up making a full career in Hollywood. Yeah. I wasn't bored by him and I wasn't annoyed by him, which are both really good things. Yeah. I would definitely watch more of him. I I would watch more of his stuff because I feel like he's got a lot of potential to be really funny. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. So, although I didn't care for your movie, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And the only like, I guess technical issue is the sound was not good for the like sound half was of weird the, they needed a boom mic in there you needed some better mic on the on the conversation right what'd you think of ultra girl ultra girl was one of those that i had thought a lot more about after watching it okay i i liked it i like yeah. i think i liked it quite a bit it was a deep Move, like serious movie yeah it's got some i i felt it it got a little preachy yeah during the dream sequence yeah like it yeah it towed the line and kind of like slipped mm-hmm. uh but i like the idea it felt as a comic book lover yeah of course i'm gonna be drawn to an idea of like a comic character coming to life yeah even yeah. if it's in a dream. <laughs> yeah, and you, I mean, you always hear about artists and their struggles and especially right. trying to be successful and not being successful or having something they love taken away from him, all that kind of stuff. And so this artist who is very depressed and he can't, his character he created comes to life and kind of tells him what's up. <laughs> right. She kind of like gives him some tough love. Yeah, exactly. Um my favorite line mm-hmm. in it, because I, I did enjoy it. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. Um. My favorite line is when he's in the comic book shop. Or no, it's when he's talking to her. Yeah. Right at the beginning of their conversation. And he makes a comment of like, everyone will go out and buy the yeah. 700th issue of the new Batman, but no one's buying anything new. Yeah. It made me laugh as a diehard Batman fan. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're not wrong there. <laughs> there's so many other comic characters out there, and not just comic books, but there's so many right. original ideas out there that mm-hmm. this felt very relevant to yeah. me. Like, and honest. Studios and people only want the well-known, the safe ones. Right, exactly. We should probably try to show other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. My only... I guess criticism is it could have been longer. It w- was resolved very quickly. It was. And he seemed to change very drastically at the end. I mean, it's it was yeah. a, I guess, sudden awakening. And so that, you, that could certainly contribute to it. But it, in order for me to feel like it was a lasting change, I would have liked more uh, grounding something. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I guess if we're talking about comics, we'll talk about the last Batman one. Oh, the Dark Omen? The Dark Omen. What did you think about the Dark Omen? Okay. (laughs) 
So before you go on your rant, <laughs> I know what's coming. I'm not going to rant. <laughs> I We're both massive Batman fans. Yeah. And I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't say that anything was too terribly wrong with it. It was redoing something that's been done a lot. Yeah. And um, my biggest praise that I liked the most was the end credits. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was very interesting and very cool how they used the comic uh, backgrounds and panels in the co- in the credits. I thought that was really cool. I would agree. My probably biggest criticism is the CG bats <laughs> reminded me of Birdemic. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Which made me laugh and took me out. Um, so not even Batman themed. My criticisms were this felt like the dude had an idea mm-hmm. and did not take the time to actually flesh it out or develop it or rewrite some stuff. Yeah. It felt very on the spot. Mm-hmm. The editing seemed very uh, abrupt. Okay. I did not, for that, I mean, yeah. Batman themed, you know, not even that, just yeah. the way that he put it together right. did not work for me. Yeah. Um, there's a shot of a gun firing and you can see like the black sheet (laughs) did not cover up the whole background. So it was very, it just lent to the, like, there's amateur and then there's, yeah. Like, is this your very first time ever filming anything? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it could benefit from taking a little bit more time to focus on the details. I I think he should have kind of done some rewriting he should have yeah. done a Flushed little bit it out. It, yeah yeah um batman themed wise mm-hmm. as a diehard batman fan <laughs> yeah um his iteration of bruce wayne trying to like decide to become mm-hmm. the symbol of fear mm-hmm. felt weird <laughs> i was like yeah none of this sounds like anything mm-hmm. it felt bruce like, wayne would ever say it <laughs> like, felt like Going through the motions, but not not being invested and motivated by it truly. Yeah, it it felt like a a monologue that was just delivered, but not internalized. I guess. Yeah, and yeah, and there were parts of it that that didn't seem Bruce Wayne e as, as a character that I know very well, <laughs> right? And I think that <laughs> most people in the world know to some degree. Um, that's something you need to nail if you're going to do it, do it a known character. Yeah. Um, and the dude that was the only guy in the whole video mm-hmm. to me immediately was like, well, you don't even strike me as a Bruce <laughs> Wayne style character. Cause it wasn't jacked enough. Is it? <laughs> but yeah, it just, it not even Batman side of things yeah just the way he put it together i feel there should have been some proofreading mm-hmm. and editing and just the initial writing of it yeah um because it it felt very much like it felt he didn't even write stuff down except maybe the monologue yeah and just decided to like i'll just show stuff like stock footage of bats hanging during the day yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah, I I was not a fan of the Dark Omen. All right, that's fair. I wouldn't say I was really either. Um, 
What did you think of Level Up? Of what? Level Up. Oh, Level Up? Mm. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't feel like it was doing anything for me. Yeah, that's fair. I. It's the one I remember the least of. I really thought... I mean, this is going to be dark to say, but I hoped it was going to be dedicated to his dead father that he was describing. Right. And then it was dedicated to Kobe Bryant. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Yeah, it, it's not that I thought it was bad. It was just I I didn't connect with it right away. And it just, yeah. I don't know. It just. I mean, there wasn't a lot to it. It was very. There really wasn't anything a, to it. It was just, it was a monologue over training scenes that kind of described his like struggle with being motivated in sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought the monologue was pretty well written. I mean, it had interesting struggles described, yeah. which I think are, is honest. I think that's true. I've experienced people who have gone through that. I don't play sports. So I don't know. I don't play sports um, either, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, it was middling for me. Yeah. Like I, I can't complain about it. Yeah. It just, it was one that I don't know. Like I said, I remember, it's the one I remember the least, and that's not. I don't. I don't say that's probably because of the filmmaker mm-hmm. or the film itself. I just that was an early one that I watched, and yeah, to start something off where it just doesn't click right away, yeah, can be a little okay. one way or the other, whether you liked it or not. So I'd, yeah, I'll probably have to rewatch it just so I can have a a fair okay judgment on it. That's fair. Um, do you remember? Remember. Yeah, okay, what do you think of Remember? So, Remember, I that felt... That was weird. Well, not weird. That was sad, by the way. <laughs> do you remember Remember? I was waiting for you to comment it, and then we moved <laughs> past it. Um, remember, I thought, was a good exercise in editing stock footage together. Yep. That part was well done. Um, the The writing of the poems that these kids are reciting... I thought the poems were very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my only complaint there. I mean, they may have written them themselves and they were kids, so that's fine. Which, to me, because I thought that too at first of like... Like the rhyming was very obvious. It, yeah. But then I thought, because I, I really liked the the kids got younger. Yeah. As they as would we narrate. As we back in time. Yeah. So that as it's talking about different wars, and so it starts with like the Gulf War and then... Um, the Civil War and or World War Two, World War One, Civil War, American Revolution. Yeah. And as you go back in time, the kids narrate and get younger and younger. Which I really liked. And it's like the age of the nation gets younger yeah. and younger. So if the kids that narrate those segments are the ones that wrote the poems, yeah. To me gives it a lot more credit. That's true. Because I really appreciated that they had kids getting younger. I thought that was a really cool choice to do. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um my, I guess, main complaint is that I don't feel like the thesis of the film was strong enough. So it, it, the premise is that so, I mean, soldiers have fought and died for our freedoms and should be remembered. But and it closes asking like, will you remember? But I don't know that it did enough to describe either that they're not being remembered or that they've they've done great things that should be remembered. It was weak on the why, I guess, for me. That's fair. Um, I wasn't surprised yet. I wasn't surprised that it was kind of on the weaker side of the the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, I also the supporting the troops thing. Obviously, we support troops. Obviously, 
we did a whole episode on war movies where we praised our military like crazy. Um, unfortunately to me, I feel like the phrase support the troops or remember the troops has kind of lost its muster because it's been turned into like a, mm-hmm. a PR thing or a like, yeah. yeah. Well, and also there are limits to that. Like you, <laughs> you, you can say that, but at a certain point you can't support everything all the time. Right. And, and so and everybody supports troops fighting for your individual freedoms. Yeah. But there's no guarantee that everything they do is fighting for your freedoms. And so they can, the, people can take things too far. And, and are you then bad for stopping? Like, are, what, <laughs> what are, where are the limits? And I think that's where people criticize it. Yeah. And I just, I, I find it kind of a bummer that for something that to me is important and like mm-hmm. we should show gratitude because we do have quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hate that it got turned into like a trending kind of topic and it yeah. has been since 2002. Mm-hmm. I feel that takes away, it distracts from the point and from the right. reality of it. So this film to me, yeah, it's a student film. Mm-hmm. It felt like the student was like, well, it's an easy subject. Yeah. I'll edit stock footage together. Right. It just felt all right. Yeah. You can support the troops and show, mm-hmm. you know, remember the sacrifices. You can do all that. Yeah. But you can do it a different way. You can. Yeah. You can add more depth. Yeah. That's what I mean. This yeah, was, yeah. This was very surface where you can add depth. This to, felt very safe. Yeah. There wasn't <laughs> a lot of, of, yeah. Asking what, what, what else? What, why, what, um, what the deeper layers are. Yeah. Like, why should you pour that, support them? Why are they not getting supported? Uh, all that kind of stuff. But that can lead into a huge rant you and I can both go on. That's true. But I didn't think it was bad. I just felt. Yeah. It simple. felt very simple and it felt safe and it felt mm-hmm. just another mm-hmm. notch on the trending belt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I tend to like things that are not safe, even if they're not popular anyway. Right. So f- so we have not talked about three one three movies. I know. And I know that we were both probably subconsciously trying to save them for the last. Because I was very they were consciously <laughs> doing it. I was very consciously doing it because, yeah, I wanted to finish strong. Let's... Uh, Do you want to start with Molly? I was... <laughs> we're on the same page, We're going to go from, from good to great here. Uh, these last three... Yeah incredible i loved these last three yeah unbelievable uh so let's start with molly molly is so the next two are kind of horror movies and really good horror movies. really good horror and molly is about this british family who's uh they go out on a date and have a babysitter and the babysitter is watching this little daughter named molly and she wants to watch horror movies. But all the horror movies are put away because she gets yeah, nightmares from them. She's not allowed to. And so they decide to play a game. Take a guess, kids. <laughs> and she finds a Ouija board and it's worse than watching a horror movie. <laughs> this is why we don't commune with the dead. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things in the horror genre mm-hmm. is subtlety. Yes. And this movie delivered so well yeah. with not being... Like, not overshowing stuff. Yeah. Show you, you just see enough things? to get it. Yeah. But not so much that you remove the mystery. It's. And the scariness. And, dude, 
<laughs> Molly's fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> she sure is. Molly's fucking creepy. Yeah. I uh, loved Molly. And it's like, I think this was, this might not even been 10 minutes long. I think no. this one was like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that six or seven range? And man, they achieved some great, like horror genre checkoff, but you know, the yeah. check boxes it, they do it so well. Mm-hmm. This one, this was one of them that got like personally sent to us or like yeah. called out. Yeah. Specifically. So this is one of the ones that uh, is not on the Wandering Lions website. You need to go to their yeah, we need Patreon to, to get access to it and do it. Because uh, yeah. It's worth it. So <laughs> if you find the Mycho production company on Patreon, it's M Y C H O. Yep. Um, then you can get access to their short films. We saw two of them. We did. There are two others, at least, that I saw on their website Yeah, um, that I'm interested in. I haven't watched them. I, I just watched these two. As good as these are, I probably will they, sign up right. and watch them. Um, they were both, so this one and the next one were written and directed by MJ Dixon, who was awesome. Yep. So you could probably find them. If- what a credit to you, to you, dude, if you're listening. Yeah. I hope... I hope they're listening. Yeah. And if we didn't enjoy your film, sorry. Yeah. Well, we're trying to not shit on it. We're trying to right, provide right. Pro- constructive criticism and understand that a lot of people are just getting into it. A yeah. lot of people just need practice and take it for what it is. And yeah. also understand this is just my opinion and I'm some idiot on the internet. So. <laughs> right. We. <laughs> uh, yeah. Molly. I watched Molly and was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. <laughs> this might be my favorite one that I watched. Yeah. And then I watched The Thinning Veil. Yeah, I did like The Thinning Veil a little bit more. <laughs> Me too. I Also on my show, also written and directed by MJ Dixon, I liked it a little bit more because it felt more complete, I guess. It felt complete. And it's this a, one's 17 minutes long, I think. Or maybe not that long. No, I thought it was like 8 or maybe 9, nine 10, around there. We'll say 10. We'll average. Yeah. We'll say 10. Um, but yeah, it, it's a complete encapsulated story. It tells you everything you need to know. Yep. No more, no less. It's got a great, I mean, it really oh. does have opening, middle, and end. It felt like, like, uh, like a Edgar Allan Poe short story yeah. or something. It felt really cool. I love this one so much. I love <laughs> the so details cool. about it. There's a lot of little details. So it's about this uh, lady who's she's in a car and she gets out and she goes into a, a medium. Yeah, she goes to do a tarot reading to yeah. possibly talk with her dead husband. Yeah. And, and all of the like little details of the medium getting ready and she puts on a veil and asks a question and then the lady comes in and they do like the reading and everything that happens is so cool and so scary. And then the way that it closes is so cool and so even more scary just on a mental level. Like, oh, yeah. The more you think about it, you're like, this, this is so is, awesome. This is another one of those where it stuck with me after I watched it. Yeah. And I was like, I would say I want to see more of this. Yeah. But this is so good in such a short amount of time. And it's complete. And it's complete. Like, I... I even though I didn't see everything, I get it all. Yeah. So I, I'm i like, as much as my gut reaction would be, mm-hmm. flesh out this story even more. Yeah. Don't. It's so great with what they did. And the uh, <laughs> the two main tarot cards, so when the medium okay. is being, getting ready and all that. Yeah. The more I thought about those, the more I was like, Oh my god, oh, this is, there, is like, so more good. In this? No, just the way that my brain took yeah. kind of the story 
after yeah. it finishes, my brain was just like, mm-hmm. this could go in so many directions and they're all awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. One of the best. And it's again, they just knew how to make good horror. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can tell that they've seen a lot, have paid attention to shot structure, editing, yeah. all of the, all of the little pieces that make a great, film they did it all really well yeah and in such a short amount of time yeah it was so good yeah so good yeah definitely support those guys and then the one that was also very good (laughs) not in a short amount of time yeah so this was a half hour long yeah 30 minutes second to longest overlord My, my personal favorite oh my god so at one point i'm watching this and i'm like was this professionally made (laughs) like yeah your budget uh-huh. seems unreal yeah. for a 30-minute movie. There were a lot of times where I was watching it, and I was trying to figure out if I were going to make this shot in this scene, <laughs> how would I do it? There are, like, shots above helicopters in thermal vision. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, do you do this digitally? Is this, like, a drone? Like, how are... <laughs> You obviously didn't go get helicopters. Did you get helicopters? <laughs> right. Like I, uh, I was. I found myself trying to be like, "How'd you come up with the budget for the costumes?" Because yeah. the costumes were really good. These are full SWAT outfits. Yeah. I'm like also a stickler about like good uh, costuming and gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like paying extra close attention and trying to be critical of it. And it was yeah, it was really good. It's- like all of their like armor and weapons so it's about like these guys who are an elite unit of soldiers it seems to be kind of inspired by rainbow six because they have different patches from different countries right so it's like a a secret task force of soldiers who are sent into this place uh to find people who are being disappeared by this cult yeah so they they got to go and take down the cult leader yeah while at the same time trying to find these people that have gone missing and just as an added bonus, there's a weird supernatural aspect that gets shown right off the bat where you're like, is that real or is this just like manipulation of the picture? Yeah. Dude, this movie, (laughs) I was like, this is so fucking good. It was one where I was like, I need more of this right now. Yes. (laughs) Unlike the thinning veil where at, 10 minutes, whatever it was. Perfect in that time amount. Yeah. We don't need more because we got conclusion. This kind of benefited from just being long enough to ask interesting questions and also not take any risks of paying them off and not being good enough. And it it ends in such a way where you're like, God damn it, this should be like a three-hour film. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was was really, really good. And yeah, and to your point of of how did they... like film this and how what was their budget and everything so the whole like beginning is them kind of like getting ready i noticed certain things i assume that there was inspiration taken from like sicario oh yeah because there's that there's that like black silhouettes of them walking into like the the um dawn kind of yeah and then uh yeah there's there's uh all of the like weapons were really good they're all wearing like night vision goggles and and uh for me they're using like the the four tube panoramic night vision, which are very expensive and very heavy. And Again, <laughs> what was your budget? And yeah, yeah. So I was like, look, I was like, okay, are these airsoft rifles? Are these like, are these LARPers? Like people who are just live action role playing games? Like, like, are these like 
and then I was also like watching their tactics. So they go into the building, and I, was, and I watch. I'm not an expert, but I watch a lot of experts, and I'm like, they're doing a good job. They're doing a good enough job, as good as Hollywood. It was believable. It's as someone like, who doesn't follow yeah. all the technical of like military yeah. action, they didn't make any of the like mistakes I see in Hollywood movies of people who you can tell are famous actors who had a weekend of training. Right. <laughs> These people, they weren't like flagging each other with their rifles and like they were doing a good job of moving and communicating it was believable i thought the the detail of how they communicated everything through the radio yeah i was like that's really good because usually Mm -hmm. in big budgets there's no communication they go in they might get stuck and they have to report in Mm -hmm. this showed them like every little thing was no we report everything and as someone Mm -hmm. just general audience yeah it was so believable to me. It was, to cool me. It to was very cool to watch. Yeah. And as a horror fan, yeah. this movie hit all the right notes. Yeah. It the was little details, the little Oh my god. It was very surprising. As a as a horror fan and as a sci-fi fan. Yeah. A lot of really cool details. And it, I don't I'm not gonna say yeah. everything you see, but it shows you some stuff where you're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of blew my mind several times. It did. Yeah, I was so happy about this yeah. one. And it just, I mean, the pacing of it was so perfect. Yeah, pacing was perfect. Sound design was really good. And yeah. something that's not easy to do, as we learned even with a massive movie like Tenet, is getting good dialogue with a gas with mask on. <laughs> every, every person has a gas, gas mask on 100% of the time. But dialogue is clear. You're able to understand what's going on. And I really liked what they did uh, costume design-wise, where even though they have these face masks on, you can't tell who they are or what they look like. They all have the little designs and yeah. like drawings and They're stuff. They're all different so that you can yeah. decipher who's who. Yeah, so it was easy to keep track of characters. It wasn't confusing. It was well well lit, well edited. Yeah. It was really, really and good. genuinely suspenseful. Very. Like... Yeah. Very. And I'm one... Cult related stuff, I'm usually very <laughs> yeah. uh, adverse to. Like, I just don't. I can do. A, I can deal with a lot. Yeah, cult mentality. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I was a little hesitant to watch this one at first. I did think of you when I watched. I it. bet. <laughs> but watching it, I was like, they handled this so well. There's so much mystery to this. Yeah, that it works so well. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. <laughs> brilliantly creative writing things in it yeah where it's either like one or two little little snippets of dialogue that opens that can open up the world so much or one detail that doesn't really spoil it is that um they go in and they're talking to this they're trying to figure out what's up with this cult leader and they're like they're not really acting like the cult uh published materials described that they should be and then they kind of are trying to draw connections to other cults that they feel like have also done this. And they're like, maybe they all searched for this thing and found this thing. And it kind of united them into this new way of thinking. Yeah. It's really interesting. And, and it's real quick dialogue moments like that. Yeah. And, and it really is. Just, it's so cool. Yeah. Please, I, <laughs> so I've outside of promoting this film fest here. Yeah. I've told a handful of people that like okay. I work with and all that. And telling everyone, I've told them about The Thinning Veil Mm -hmm. and Overlord. Because I'm like, just go on. Mm -hmm. You got to find these two. They're incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be watching them in my free time many more times to come. Now, The Thinning Veil was my personal favorite. Okay. But Overlord was like, 
so close to it. Yeah, I feel like Overload is probably my personal favorite, but it is very much in my style of things I yeah. like also. No, they're just... I I really am excited for like for all the filmmakers on yeah. this. Uh, just to see what you guys do or what they yeah. come up with in the future and see if anyone's career mm-hmm. really blossoms. Yeah, I definitely want to find these creators and follow them to so that I know what they do next so yeah. I can see it because it'll be interesting. It was really cool. Um, there... What I have one tiny note of criticism for Overlord. Yeah. It seemed a little bit unexplained or too simple or too convenient when the one guy just turns and goes straight to the box and finds the camera in it. Okay. And it wasn't like, oh, we're searching this room. We're searching the room. What's this? It's a camera. It's more like we're standing around. Go over there, pull out a camera, move the plot forward. I can see that. I can see that. So but that he, that was it. It's tiniest detail. You have didn't, to move the plot didn't, forward. Didn't and take it's me out of always it. Always in a convenient way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I still loved every single minute of it. Yeah, I thought it was really cool, and everything post camera discovery. Yeah. Made my excitement for it. Yeah. Just go so high. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. Go very, watch it. And you'll know why. It was very important that he found it. So it was good. Yeah. I think that was all 35, wasn't it? That was, yeah. We did it. All right. Yeah. Bet you never thought we could talk 35 movies in (laughs) a short amount of time. Well, it helps when the movies are a short amount of time. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought that watching short films was very interesting. We kind of talked about how it can be differently motivated. Yeah. And I think that that's interesting. I will say, uh, after watching all of these... Yeah. Um... I walked away from it very much excited just for, mm-hmm. like I, I just mentioned, see this new wave of filmmakers coming through. Yeah. Uh, I I think all of them really have mm-hmm. huge potential. And yeah. I thought that was really exciting. Mm-hmm. Made me excited to watch their careers or hope to watch their careers. Yeah. Um, but it also, like you mentioned earlier, I do tend to like try to be creative, whether I try to publish anything or whatnot. Yeah. Usually it's for my own personal like satisfaction of just like, Ooh, I did this. Right. That watching all of these sparked that kind of mentality. Okay. Yeah. And me of just like excitement to create <laughs> excitement to yeah embrace this kind of independent creativity. And yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's always, it's really cool when you get that kind of like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I like that a lot. So even even to the, everyone that we didn't care for your films. Yeah. You're part of like, for me personally, you're part of that excitement. You you helped kind of trigger a more creative, like, how can I push more creativity? So Right. Right. No, I totally get that. As someone who's not creative, I totally see the effort it takes and the dedication it takes. And, yeah. And... You're never going to get better if you never try. Yep. And so you need to try stuff. You need to do stuff. If you watch all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies that he he made like 80-something movies as a kid, uh, they were all terrible compared yeah. to what he does now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. never give up. Yeah. Way to plug the M. Night. Go listen to our M. Night episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we did an episode about M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't have too much more to say. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on? I don't on? think so. I think that that's it. Just go vote for your favorite one. Watch, yeah, go def- watch them. Definitely go watch them. Like, I think they're awesome. Yeah, I'd, 
I just want to praise everyone that gave their uh, entries because it, yeah. it was really cool to see what you guys did. Yeah, yeah. So you have until February 6th to vote at wanderinglionstudios.biz. Yep. When you go to vote, uh, you type in the titles that you're voting for. Yeah. So go vote for your favorite, your best picture, and then it's got like honorable mentions. So those mm-hmm. would be the ones that you just kind of list. Um, as you know, with us, or at least for me, I can get a little lengthy with honorable <laughs> mentions. So I, it was kind of fun the for me to have to like rein it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool. I just mm-hmm. very proud of all of them. I think it's awesome. Yeah. You've yeah. done more than I've ever braved to do, so for sure. props. Yep. Yeah, keep it up. Uh, yeah, so go watch them. Yep. Vote. Vote. Enjoy. Let us know what you thought about the ones you watched. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you watch them before listening to this. If not, go watch them and then let us know. I mean, you can watch all of them in a day. Yeah. But maybe space it out. Yeah. But you know what? It's in between. I mean, at the time of recording, this is in between Super Bowl and yeah. So yeah, you got, you got on nothing going on on Sunday. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, go check it out. Let us know at Movie Boners uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. And that's it. Oh, that's it. oh, this reminds me though. Uh oh, I was going to ask you at the top of the episode. Yes. How is your homework going? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so um, I started it. I started it. I am about I'm about at 2000 uh, movies and I'm only about halfway through the IMDb genres. Okay. <laughs> but some of them overlap obviously. Um oh no, where did my watch list go? Well, going to start over. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> it's so many. Oh, it's still trying to load. <laughs> that makes sense. It's still it's still loading. Story checks out, yeah. Um I am not halfway through. <laughs> I am I have only touched the search. So what I did, mm-hmm. because this is such a daunting homework assignment. And IMDb is not a great, they're not really built for us to do this. Yeah. It's very difficult to look at all movies and and filter them and filter out the foreign like ones that so, I don't want to see. Yeah. And, so the way that, I've, that I'm doing this yeah. is... Uh, all the movies I own physical copies of. Yeah. I just started going down the line. Okay. So I'm going from first that movie and then the cast and movies uh, that the cast has done. Wow. Um, I have only made it through <laughs> a row and a half okay. of movies that I physically own. Out of how many rows do you have? So many. Okay. <laughs> so many. Um <laughs> I am already at 2,500. Damn, son. And I feel like I'm just barely scratching the surface. (laughs) So uh, my homework assignment might need to go a little longer. You're going to need an extension. (laughs) And and every time I I like click a movie, I'm like, I'm going to forget. I know I'm going to (laughs) forget 20 movies. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'll need at least plus or minus 10%. Yeah, I have been, it has been kind of funny, because there's a lot of movies that I've seen that I haven't thought of in years. Yeah. And then seeing them pop up, and I'm like, I've totally seen that! Do I want to watch it again? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there were a lot where I was like, this is from like the 40s or 50s right. or 60s, I was like, oh wow, yeah, I forgot I saw that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So, that's how my assignment's going. Yeah. Barely scratching the surface, yeah. and... Uh, that's about what I expected. I have a lot of movies that I've had to check off. <laughs> also what I expected. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll update you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll get around to the rest of it. All right. Talk to you all Thank later. Thank you, everyone. See ya.